TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Uh, with the NFL uh, draft coming up on uh, Thursday, always uh, fun to catch up with an old friend doing marvelous work. Been up there now a few years, but doing a great job for uh, NBC Bay Area. He is a Raiders insider. One uh, Scott Bear joins me on 97.3 The Fan. Hopefully you and the family, Scotty, had a great holiday over the weekend, and now uh, you're going to be uh, grinding here the next few days. Yeah, absolutely, and the family keeps expanding. I have a daughter that's about a year old that doesn't let me sleep, so I'm going to be doing all that on about four hours because she kept uh, waking up, but such is the life of early of early fatherhood. Uh, there is no rest for the weary anyway when you have a team that owns four selections in the top 35, including three picks in the first round. Scott, uh, Friday, I got off the air and about uh, 10 o'clock, I, I got a little buzz on my phone saying that uh, the Raiders had sent their scouts home. Uh, there was a story that came out that uh, Mike Mayock, John Gruden, not knowing really who to trust on that scouting staff, and I don't know if they're expected to be back today or any time this week. Can you kind of update us on that story that came down on Friday? Yeah, uh, having the scouts leave um – the weekend before the draft is not all that unusual. Um, having them not come back at all is uh, a bit more strange. Uh, having the fact that some of those guys handed in their key cards uh, and probably won't use them again, that's the real kind of, and I wouldn't really say that is a stunner, but that, but that's a dramatic move uh, for the Raiders that are transitioning and have been since, since John Gruden got here. And it's always sort of awkward because the scouting calendar that doesn't end and begin when the ball drops in Times Square. The, the the scouting calendar ends after the NFL draft. So a lot of these guys are under contract and uh, and are working hard on the tail end of their draft cycle when Mike Mayock got hired on New Year's Eve. So he needed a lot of those scouts to finish up his work heading towards the most important draft in, re- in recent Raiders history. And a lot of those guys we're going to get let go. And this the, uh, this Raiders uh, organization, uh, it's, leaks have been a problem for the last 12 months. I've been the beneficiary of some. That's cool for me. <laughs> not so, not, really not so great for them, right? So ultimately, it's a matter of them, uh, of them closing and tightening that circle of trust as they head towards the draft. It's not going to impact the, the, the draft because the information from these scouts has been given and logged and reported. And now it's just a matter of decision makers making decisions. Now, if they need to hop on the, you know, or like hop on the phone or walk a couple doors down to get the information from a scout from a certain region, they uh, they won't have that. But all of the important powers that be are still in the room, uh, ready to make decisions with the information that's been gathered over such a long stretch. Scott Bear, Raiders Insider, NBC Bay Area, joining us on 97.3 The Fan. Scott, I want to back up and talk a little bit about and give us information about when Mike Mayock was hired to replace Reggie McKenzie. Uh, we uh, know Mayock uh, primarily from his days with the NFL Network. He did a few games here and there, but normally kind of their draft guy uh, on the NFL. NFL Network. Uh, how, how did this job end up in his lap? 
Yeah, uh, it really came about because uh, John Gruden and Reggie um, McKenzie have been friends since Green Bay, and it was Mark Davis, the owner's dream, that his good friend Reggie, who he hired right after Al Davis had passed, and John Gruden, his dream coaching hire, could work together well. And that was a trial balloon that was full of lead. It was never going to stay afloat because Reggie McKenzie is the tortoise, John Gruden is the hare, right? Both guys cross the finish line. Sometimes the tortoise even wins. But they run at different speeds, and they operate in different ways. Now, Mike Mayock is a high RPM guy, right? He runs like a street bike. So those guys have, and they've been friends for a long time, and ultimately John Gruden wanted to find a guy that worked with his same uh, attitude, worked at the same speed, uh, was there at 5 o'clock in the morning and doing all those types of things, uh, really jamming and working well together. Uh, and ultimately, I think that that's going to be of great benefit because last year, now let's not forget, John Gruden, he owned final say with Reggie. He owns final say with Mike Mayock. This is a coach-driven building. It is a coach-driven draft that we'll see. Uh, and that is a key there, and Mike Mayock understands that. And I think that's another important benefit there. Now, coming from media, that's a first-time thing. Mike Mayock is the most respected NFL draft analyst. Now he's in the big chair. First time he has ever been working for a team at any level, right? So this is a big deal to him. And I can tell you, I've seen him a couple times over the past couple weeks. The dude's not getting much sleep. Uh, <laughs> last time that we talked to him, he, did, he honestly didn't know what day it was. And he's grinding, and he's having to adjust because he would call, let's say that you're the general manager. I'd call you, and I'd be like, uh, uh, hey, coach, uh, what you got for me? on the bills and he would tell me exactly what they got right well now he's not working with all that information he's having to rely on his draft books and again i think that's why he's ultra paranoid is probably too strong but he's very concerned his own information about the fact that he's perceived of being in the media having lots of media friends right where his information gets out he wants to do the opposite he wants to clamp down and show hey media guy was my past general manager is my present and future Scott, uh, who's their director of scouting, and is that person going to still be involved, or did they get sent home as well? Yeah, so their their director of player personnel, Joey Clinkscales, went to high school with with uh, Reggie, so he was let go basically at the same time. And their director of college scouting and their de facto GM before in the pre Mike Mayock uh, time period is a guy named Sean Sean Herrick, and he comes from Green Bay. Uh, it's still a little murky. It is my understanding that he is not there. Um, so that takes another layer out of the decision-making process. Uh, again, that's my understanding to this point. It's not something that's been confirmed by three sources, but that's what I heard this weekend. So that's another step that's been removed, uh, another loud voice. But again, this is a coach-driven building. So defensive coordinator Paul Gunther, who likes to get into scouting quite a bit, He's a very smart, capable talent evaluator. He's in the room. Uh, they still have some other talent guys. But, I mean, this is going to be uh, a lot of coach influence, a lot of Mike Mayock. And really the important dynamic there is that last year we saw John Gruden do some impulsive things, right? The Khalil Mack trade, chief among them. There's a lot of draft day trades as well. Uh, Mike Mayock is, is, is exerting some discipline in this decision-making process that we saw with Antonio Brown 
They didn't ship a first-round draft pick to, to Pittsburgh only to turn around and pay him $50 million bucks. It was a reasonable draft compensation package, and they were willing to walk away from a heavier one, and that's Mike Mayock's doing. So can Mike Mayock be the best player available, follow the, the draft board voice, and will that get listened to loud enough to make smart, prudent decisions on draft day? Sounds like there's going to be about uh, four people in that draft day room when when they pan uh, from the NFL Network and ESPN. They're going to be uh, Gruden and, and and Mike Mayock and a couple of other guys uh, just listening to those guys make decisions. Yeah, I, I do think that, that that's possible. And as a matter of fact, the NFL Network uh, tried to embed a reporter in the building and on the second floor where all they where where, where they make all their. Uh, decisions, Mike Mayock said no. Uh, and there are several, and I would say many teams with that situation, having a reporter inside, uh, that's not happening here. So I, I think they're definitely trying to restrict access. Uh, they've pulled back the reins a little bit on, on some off-season access. Always give great quotes when they're in front of you, but I think now that they're getting close to it, they definitely want to keep their decisions uh, you know, closer to the vest. I still think there's a lot that we do know about what this team needs, what this team wants from its three first-round picks. Now it's a matter of executing it and whether with John Gruden in there, right, and uh, Mike Mayock's lack of a track record as a general manager, not only are they – the team with with the most firepower in the first round. They are also the biggest wild card because as much as we think we know what they're going to do, it's John Gruden, man. We really don't. Uh, Scott Bear, NBC uh, Bay Area Raiders insider, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. You talk about the uh, three first-round picks, fourth overall, 24th, 27. They could go a wide variety of directions. What's your gut feeling right now, Scotty? I mean, their most pressing need, and it's not even close, is edge rusher. They probably need two because right now they can only fill out a two deep at defensive end, and one of those guys played for the San Diego Fleet like a month ago, right? Like that's where they are in terms of depth at edge rusher. They had the worst sack total in the NFL last year by 13 sacks. I mean, they are in terrible shape there. So they could use – to go defensive line at four and then again at 24 or at four and package 24 and 27 and go get another guy in the middle of the round. That's where they are edge rusher wise. What I think they're going to do though, is that they're going to look at that number four pick. And if Nick Bosa is somehow there, they're going to take him. He won't be, he's going to be gone by two in my opinion, knowing the 49ers like I do in the Bay area. Uh, Quinnen Williams, a guy that uh, if I can plug myself here, uh, 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 on our website, NBCSportsBayArea.com. I have a 4,000-word be- uh, uh, deep-dive profile on Quinnen Williams. He's a fantastic human being and maybe an even better player. I think the Raiders would jump for joy to, to take him as well. After that, though, I think a trade-down is definitely possible. And the big X factor in the room is Kyler Murray, the Oklahoma quarterback, and yes, the Raiders have Derek Carr. Yes, I expect Derek Carr to be the starter and for them not to take a quarterback high. But as we've been saying, man, it's John Gruden. And if <laughs> Kyler Murray is sitting there not taken at number four, and John Gruden's looking at that draft board, and the Oklahoma quarterback is sitting there, right? Can he be disciplined and take Williams, the most useful player to them, for everything that I just said? Or will he go for the big ticket item? Will he take the lotto ticket as opposed to the sure thing? 
It's going to be uh, very interesting with the Raiders. It always is. It definitely uh, keeps you uh, hopping along with that one-year-old at home. Uh, you're going uh, morning, noon, or night. Scotty, always a uh, great pleasure to have you on the program. Always enjoy it. And uh, thanks so much for the time, and good luck this week. Absolutely, Coach. And if I can just steal your airways for one second here, I just want to say how stoked I was when I heard that you were going to be doing this morning show. Uh, always great to hear you on the air. It's where you belong. San Diego market always needs you, man. It's so great to hear you. It's so great to talk to you. And uh, I was really excited when I saw Coach wants to interview you. I was like, uh, check. I'll do that anytime you want. Well, I appreciate that, Scotty. We'll look forward to doing this after the draft, maybe next week sometime. All right. Thanks, Coach. There you go. Uh, Scott Bear, nice enough to uh, join us on the program today. NBC at Bay Area, Raiders Insider. And, uh, again, you might want to check out his stuff, NBCBayArea.com. We're going to go over uh, here uh, and get to uh, Sue D. And, again, uh, joining us on the SDCCU uh, hotline was uh, Scott Bear. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.